Matrix energies. Yeah, uh, the energy cells. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's the best it is. Is it the best vision? Yeah. No, it's not the best vision. No way. It's the best vision in the NFC South. Maybe the tight tightest. I don't know. <laughs> like, anyone go in? Uh, it's pretty bad. I mean, I agree. It's a bad division. So they got some cool uniforms. But it's like they? it's like the Sun Belt of college. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. an unfair comparison. You know it. That is not even yeah. close. There's so many quality bad? teams in the Sun Belt. Some of the teams in the NFC South might compete in the Sun Belt. They lose. Oh, oh, come on. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably win actually. Uh, yeah, that's unfair. I, I don't understand why there's so much, you know, hate towards the Sun Belt Conference. I don't understand it. I was was I hating on the Sun Belt? I was just I'm stating facts. Maybe it he was complimenting like were... them. He was hating on the NFC South. I was, <laughs> I was saying that the Sun Belt was being compared to an NFL division. Mm-hmm. You should think that's a a compliment. It's a it's a compliment. Oh, my bad. Well, I'm glad you pointed that out because for a second there, I thought it was the other way around. You, you so, felt like it was a backhand. It did actually. It did. So, and because you think you have veto power, all of a sudden that uh, you just start well, I, making the rules I up. Vetoed your veto. So. Yeah, yeah, but then you could you couldn't overcome the power of Grayskull, so oh. you lost that. Yeah, about it. What about Vito Corleone? Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm trying to think uh, of that one, John. Uh, what? Okay, is it? Uh, you know, how do I see this? You know, you're getting a want to be gangster. We're not taking it to that level. Ah, oh, that's true. I, I mean, I I want to be. Uh, it's a it's a it's a bucket list thing mostly. It's just a bucket list thing. It's one of those things you're just like. Oh, it's still an act of ambition. I thought it was something you just you grew out of. You re- you still want to do it, huh? Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, why not? It's just one of those things you're just like, you know, like you know when you get those things on like social media and you're like, they give you fifty a list of fifty things and you're like, how many of these things did you actually do? You know, and it's like, you know, did you vacation? In I don't think it's you... any one of those things that I ever seen to say join the mafia. Yeah, you're a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Have you murdered anybody? I haven't seen any of those on those lists. Uh, I don't want to. I don't have. Wow. I don't want to commit any like. I don't do any murders. I just want to just what be like. Were you a part place? of it? I was like, oh yeah, like I did it. Like I was there. I was just a part of it. And so I was just like the, there. I was just like the guy in the background. You know, that, I wasn't really that, there. They don't have that. I I wasn't doing anything. You know, the position doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be an HR guy. Is there not an HR guy? Mm, I there's they should be have an one. IT support guy nowadays. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they wouldn't. Yeah, an HR guy is the guy that sits behind you in the car. It, yeah. <laughs> By the way, you're taking care of any complaints. <laughs> Here's your paperwork. What about the tag on your foot? There's got to be a uh, an IT guy too. There's at this at this point with the organizations the way they are. There's got to be an HR rep. I don't doubt probably a, an IT guy. Probably yes, an IT yeah. guy. Probably so I could be the IT guy. You know, yeah. I, um, I, I scrub the data, you know? Yeah, but then as soon as like money kind of gets a little messed up, then you're the first one they come to. Like, where is this money? <laughs> That's you, true. How was that? Guy, I, I, you, I scrubbed the data. It's like moving decimal points, you know, like taking a little bit at a time. And then they start noticing, oh, we're, we're somebody's skimming. This guy can go, hey. Go talk to Sosa. Like, and Sosa has to talk to the HR guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hey, let's let's get in this car and we'll drive over to this place. And then <laughs> <laughs> you would hope it would be that. Wow. I that <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so, I mean, I would never, I would never skim. That, that would be, that would, that would lose trust in my IT department. You say I don't want to do that. You never know. You see all that money and those numbers in front of the, you. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. one yeah. day you don't do it never just notice. a little here. And then yeah. that line just gets easier to cross. Yeah, that's true. I would need somebody with the Excel expertise maybe to show me to make sure those zeros stay in the right column. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could highlight That's some cells. <laughs> <laughs> Do some colors wow. in there. Yeah. I like some cells. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is a, uh, this is a great pivot point right here. So you're not even in the you're not even in the mafia yet and you're already trying to come up with your own little crew. Ah, I'm just no. I'm just looking for expertise. I I, I know a guy. I need, that's, guy. I need. I know a guy that's in this yeah. uh, meeting that knows exactly what I'm talking about with Excel. So I have a yeah, guy. I have an Excel guy. Next thing you know, you're gonna have to have some muscle. Yeah, that's his name. I have another guy right there. The same thing. He's on the screen right here with me too. I see him right now. So he, he, take, he takes care of <laughs> problems. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 I think Derek Carr creates problems. Okay. Oh, I don't think he's man. solved problems. Hey, he's angry. Is he? At what? He's angry. About what? About the way the Raiders let him go. He's angry. I could care two yeah. cents about that. Maybe. You know? About how he got let go. In 12 years. <laughs> uh, his his uh his uh attitude about getting let go, I could care less about it. I don't know, Joe could care, but I don't care. So didn't he anyway, walk away with a bunch of money? Wait, uh, signed a contract with the Saints. No, I think the only person that walks away with great money is uh, is Kirk Cousy. Kirk Cousy has had millions of dollars like guaranteed to him. He's the only guy walking yeah. out with cash. Yes. Kirk Cousy. So, have any of y'all watched any of the Netflix show? I'm starting no. it tonight when the podcast ends. I, I finished yeah. it. I heard no. there's eight episodes, and I plan on squeezing them in between now and Friday. Uh, wow! Wow! Yeah. Well, my wife is leaving town tomorrow morning with the oldest and the youngest is going to camp. So daddy's going to have the house to himself. I'm going to. Wow. Nice. Well, I don't just get know ready for a lot there. of my homes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested I don't to know what's going to do with Mariota. I want to know what they're going to do with him. You, you want me to give you a slight spoiler alert on that? <laughs> sure. He quits. You, you enjoy him for about five episodes. And then when he, he gets uh, demoted, like, he just disappears from the show. Like they don't even cover him <laughs> until the very last wow. episode. They do like a wrap up of him. Wow. wow. In the little terrible. wrap up, do they say Mariota's being a little baby and he quit on his team? And so we stopped. Uh, they wow. mentioned that a little That's bit. That's unfair. That's unfair to say. Not fair. But how's you know that what happened in the say? background? You don't know what happened in the background. He quit. No idea. There's you don't know what happened in the background. Nothing should have taken place to make you quit. You are assuming too much, sir. You have no idea what's going on back there. What could have That's possibly true. happened to make you quit a football team? Demoted. Uh, they, they didn't get yeah. a guarantee his contract. They weren't going to resign him. They so you quit? Trade him in the offseason. So you quit? Yeah. He no. just you went on a vacation to get his head right. Committing career suicide. Yeah, he just got <laughs> signed with the Eagles. He's I was going to say, he's playing for the Eagles. Yeah. Ring this year. He'll get cut before yeah. training camp's over. Yeah. Maybe the mafia got involved. You don't know what happened. Yeah. You exactly. know? Hey, yo. It's yeah. all right. Hey. It'll hey. be fine. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Don't you worry, none. Don't you worry, none. <laughs> oh, shoot. Let's enjoy the show. Everybody, uh, oh if you enjoyed, uh, hopefully a little bit of that and stayed longer than five minutes, uh, this is episode 159 of Off Our Game. Apparently, we are definitely having a good time already. 
Um, our social media, uh, we have Facebook, Twitter, and email. Email is at email at offourgame.com. Uh, if you like anything, comment it, uh, share, uh, email at us. Uh, we do like to enjoy comments, uh, questions, anything like that. Uh, like I always, we say, if you do enjoy it, please share it. Please let somebody know about it. Uh, always do our best to try to grow an audience uh, as best we can every single week. Uh, so let's get into the show, gentlemen. Uh, obviously, Mafia is off the list since we talked about that, so we've got that part covered. Um, <laughs> the biggest interesting thing going into this, I think, this podcast is the running back salary Ooh. controversy issue That's, problem. What do you what do you call it? it? Yeah. Problem. I would say definitely an issue, uh, and it's really blown up, especially today, it seems like, more than anything. There's a lot of running backs that are posting on Twitter that, you know, that something needs to be done. What are you going to do about it? That's what a good question. I mean, they, I can get with like... the, they can get with the, the Players Association and get but what them can you to, to say, hey, we, this is crap. You need to pay these guys more. They can, yeah. I, they maybe need to make up some rules every with, a, position. with a franchise tag with them or something. Like they get special. I don't know. No, you, I don't, you saw no, that thing. Not I special anything. Where where it's basically sign a running back, get get it, get the yeah. most of you can for that four years, maybe five. Sign him to one franchise tag and then get rid of him. I mean, that's basically <laughs> it. Like you have five good years, yeah, and then you're you're done. Yeah, I mean, they're I treating these guys like like tissue i mean just use them up and throw them away and i i'm i'm with the with the running backs on this i think it's crap the way they're getting they're they're the workhorse of the offense yet they get paid the least amount on the offense uh, so it's crap are they are they the workhorse now in this in this day in the nfl are they really the workhorse well yeah i, I mean if if they you know if they don't get over 20 carries that's they're they're considered unproductive and 20 carries is what at a minimum a quarter of your offense if not more you're talking about just play calling or you're talking yeah. about i mean if you're running you know 70 80 plays and that's a lot of plays a game mm-hmm. and they touch the ball 20 of those times you know 20 to 30 times they're you know they're a quarter to one third of your offense Yet they're getting paid the least amount. Would you? Would I'm gonna get a question then? Would you blame this on a little bit of the RPO and quarterback run game nowadays? Because everybody runs the RPO. Everybody knows it's involved in everybody's offense. And to have that, you have to have a little bit of a running back. Uh, sorry, a little bit of a running quarterback to be able to operate this, right? Or anybody, and everybody runs a, a similar version of this. So. Would you not blame a little bit on the offensive scheme? Yeah, you can on certain teams, but not everybody runs that. I mean, you still have quarterbacks like Derek Carr or, I mean, Tom Brady, obviously. Yeah, you know, those guys are not going to run the option. They're going to throw the ball constantly. So mm-hmm. there's still plenty of teams that have pocket passers that depend on these, these running backs. Yeah, and and if you don't have that. a solid run game, I mean, teams are going to shut down your – your offense quick. But how many running backs out there nowadays are truly elite? It's like there's a uh, there's like one or two, maybe three, and it's just a big group of people. And their whole thing is if, if you're not a standout, then we can just get someone out of this group of people and be just fine. But even if you are a standout, right. <laughs> you're like still Josh Jacobs paid. was the rushing leader last year. Yeah, like, yeah. that's true. 
but or Derrick Henry. I mean, they're the, the way that they run Derrick Henry in 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 Tennessee is, in my opinion. I mean, you love the guy and you love to watch him run, but my God, his career is is going to get his career is getting chewed up quick. There's a lot like Earl Campbell. Campbell. I mean, yeah, Earl Campbell. It's they're just pounding him. What he, I think he had one game where he had over 40 carries. That's more than half of that offense easily. That feels almost criminal. Yeah. <clears throat> I think so Derek, something needs to be done. I think so Derek Henry. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna, what can you do? You, if you go into this and start saying, well, there's going to be these special rules for running backs, then who's the next running back that's going to be complaining about pay? And they're going to want something. Maybe it's the, the, the nose tackles. We don't get paid squat. I don't know. Whoever would be the next one up after running backs, you know, who's the next? It's, it's always going to be somebody. Yeah, but it's – I think over the years, and I've, I've kind of went back. I was very curious on on how salaries have gone. Obviously, quarterbacks have skyrocketed more than any other position. But several other positions have, have increased greatly over the years. Uh, but running backs is one of the things that really hasn't progressed like many of the other positions. I saw something where they were talking about like the franchise tags for like wide receiver used to be like 12 million. And I don't remember what the time span was, but now it's like 17 or 18 million. Yeah. And, you know, quarterbacks are up in the, I think high twenties and it's all increased. The only position that has decreased is the, the running back. So if you look five years ago, they would, they were making more on their average franchise tag than they are now. It's actually gone down, which is crazy. It isn't just like the game, though, right? I mean, the game is yeah. not as a whole. It's a passing league now. I mean, yes. we all talked about the, the stats, yeah. and you know, yeah. we've yeah. seen the data that Kerry's brought up, and I don't disagree with the data, but nobody's doing it, not but, on a but, consistent basis. But they are. That's the thing is everybody wants to say this is a passing league, but the running backs are still getting the same amount of carries that they were back when Emmitt Smith was running. But is you it are, going you're, back doing you're all getting, of it, or is it like are you talking about across the league as a whole? Or are you talking about yeah. certain situations? No, across the league as a whole. Whoa. Now, oh. now the total plays have increased because teams are running faster offenses. So they've they've increased passing plays. So like instead of running, you know, 50 to 60 plays in a game, now you're getting, you know. 70 to 80. Um, and but you're still mostly getting between 20 and 30 carries for your running backs. Now, a lot of teams are using multiple running backs, mm-hmm. so you're kind of spreading it out, but you're still running pretty much the same running plays that you did 20, 30 years ago. And the same, are you saying the same amount too? Like, are you saying the same amount of running plays as well? Yes. Is that what you're? Okay. Yes. It's just not one person on right. on many teams. It's not one person, but some like some teams it is. is. I mean, 49ers run sweeps and counters and wide receiver end around. They, they, everybody mm-hmm. touches the ball in different various ways. Right. I mean, there's different teams. That's the thing. I think the offensive have changed so much. It's not back in the day like when you had Emma Smith being the cowbell. You know he's going to get his 25, 30 carries. Mm-hmm. You don't have that anymore. If, if yeah, but you do. And, you do. You still you yeah. got Derrick Henry, you got Josh Jacobs, you got uh, Barkley, you've got 
uh, but it's Ezekiel not as Elliott. Many. It's not it's like, like four out of thirty-two. Wide. I mean, league-wide, yeah. it used to be like a staple. Like almost every team, that's what they did. Yeah. Mm, not really. I mean, you still had your your standouts. Let's say like back when Emmitt Smith was playing. I mean, you had Emmitt Smith. You had um, Thomas uh, for Buffalo. You had Barry <laughs> Sanders. You had. Um, uh, Terrell Davis later, a little bit. Terrell later. Davis a little bit later, and then who was the running back for the Colts? Um, uh, Edrin uh, James. James. So I mean, you had some some top tier, but then outside of that, you still had those teams that were playing multiple running backs. Okay, I I'm just I just did one play. I'm about to do another one, but Josh Jacobs, who was the rushing leader this year, right? So last year he had 340 attempts. Right. And if I think he played all 17 games, I'm not for sure. I, I can't did, see that part right here. He did. Okay. Out of 340 attempts, that means he only got 20 rushing attempts in that game. I'm not saying he didn't get the touch, more touches. I'm saying as far as pure rushing attempts, he only averaged 20. And then right above yeah. him, Der- or right, sorry, right below him, Derek Henry has nine more attempts, which basically comes out to like 17.1 attempt. So he's only getting 20 true rushing attempts right now. And those are the top two leaders. I could probably keep going down further if I, if I want to break it down more. But Nick Chubb, who was the third best rusher uh, last year, only had 300 attempts. Which that, What does that break down? And how many yards did he have? He was second yeah. in the rushing. 15. Because 15. I remember it came down to the last game. But that's over yeah, sixteen. Yeah. That's over seventeen games. Not, yeah. not the, the prototypical 16. 16. So like, I'm looking at the list. I just pulled up 1992. Yeah. The rushing leaders in 1992, just because mm-hmm. I knew Emmett won the rushing title that year. Yeah, uh, Emmett had 373 carries. Barry Foster had 390, and this is these are all guys <clears> 1700, <throat> 1600, 1400, 1300, 1200, and these guys are carrying 373, 390, 312, 312, 265. Those are all divided by 16 games. I mean, those guys are carrying 25. much more on a yeah. game game per game basis yeah, than what the guys do now. We're talking one yeah. game uh, difference. I mean, and. Let's see. Let me go back. And I'll tell you this, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs out of the rushing leaders for last year are the only backs that got over 300 attempts. Everybody else, I'm sure there's probably some injuries here and there, but everybody else got less than 300. The closest person after that is Saquon Barkley with 295. And after that, I mean, there's a big jump between Barkley and like Miles Sanders, Dalvin Cook. Christian McCaffrey, guys like that. I know some injuries in there, but I'm just, you know, the attempts wise, it's, it's, it's changed. So, like in the year 2000, Eddie George finished with 403 attempts. Wow. Yeah. That's another guy that they beat to death. <laughs> and that was 23 years ago. What is that? 403 divided by six. What is that? That's 25. He averaged 25 attempts, rushing attempts that year. He game. finished third in rushing that year. He had 1,500 yards. So, so I think, okay, I'm, isn't this just like anything else, though? Like anything like market value out there in normal business, right? Normal supply and demand kind of thing. Isn't this the same thing? Isn't it just the market dictating what the value is for a running back right now? Yes. I mean, the thing I sent you today with when's the last time like a, a league-leading rusher won a, was on a winning Super Bowl, and it was like yeah. Terrell Davis in 98 or something. So coaches and, and GMs and – you know, bean counters and those people are going to look at that and go, well, I mean, look, we don't we don't have to have a premium back to do this. We just need two or three pretty good backs and we can win a Super Bowl 
or compete for a Super Bowl. Analytics. Yeah, it's it's just it's yeah, it's coming down to okay, it's kind of like uh, Moneyball. It's like all right, well, if we shift that, then we can pay more for this shutdown corner over here, and we'll just get three you know, cheapo running backs, uh, mid-grade running backs, and then we'll just spend it on a left tackle and a corner instead. This is what they're thinking. So just just quickly perusing through this, I'm going through the rushing titles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It looks like there's a big shift starting around 2014. Around 2014, the carry, after that, it seems like as a whole, carries start to drop. Now you see the rushing leader always seems to have, you know, quite a bit. 2017, the leading rusher didn't even have 300 carries. And then it just keeps every once in a while, 2018, you only have one guy with 300 carries. So who won the Super Bowl in 2013 and 14? Uh, 2013. Like what, what shifted sure. it? That's uh, the leading rusher in 2013 was LaShawn McCoy. He had 314 carries. Was he with Buffalo then? Yeah, I think he's with Buffalo. It's like he's wearing Buffalo. Yeah, it's Buffalo. I don't know who, who won. won. Super Bowl I don't know who won in 2013. Let me see. So it looks like that started because then it starts like you start getting 2018. Patriots. You got Ezekiel Elliott with 304, but a vast majority of the numbers as a whole, as individuals, not maybe league wide, but individual wise, they seem to start dropping until you start getting Derrick Henry back in 2019. And then you got him carrying. And then you got a few guys in the high twos, low threes, but as a whole, man, the numbers drop dramatically. Yeah. 2013 was the Ravens over the 49ers. Ah. And 2014 was the Seahawks over the Broncos. So I don't know. I mean, nothing screen like I mean, they had Marshawn Lynch and they had uh who I don't know who the Ravens quarterback was when they won. But I don't know. I I don't there's I don't think there's an easy answer for this. It's just kind of like I don't know. There's not. I just but don't know I, how you fix it. I don't know how you – besides going into and saying, okay, if you pay at this position, you get slotted this amount of money. How, how else can you fix it? Like you said, it's a market. You're going to pay what you demand. You know, if, if I'm the Chiefs and I'm like, well, you know what? I can make it work with a guy who can catch, and I don't necessarily need a guy to pound the ball. They're going to pay for this type of running back. And then you got the Browns who are like, well, we want Chubb who can pound it. Or the Titans are like, well, we're going to go with Henry. You know, mm-hmm. well, that's also, where these guys faults for settling for this crap, too. If you don't. Sign, yeah. Well, that's where the the like what John was talking about earlier, that the players association is going to have to fight for these guys. And what Kerry kind of said it that like he said, this almost feels like we're at a tipping point because in the past it would just be, oh, that sucks. That sucks. But it seems like they're the running backs are kind of starting to fight back a little bit. Now. Yeah. And and. I mean, if I were Jacobs and Barkley, and, and it sounds like they already, like you said, that some tweets went out with uh, Derrick Henry. Eccles. And there, were, and there was a, there uh, was a other, uh, oh, Eckler, and I yeah. think there was one or two others that yeah. come out and like support. Derrick Henry was another like, one too. I would be on the phone. I'd be calling all these dudes and I'd be like, okay, like we might sit out a few games. Like, like we need your help. Like and during the game, like if they score a touchdown, like lift up your shirt and have, you know, pay running backs more. Or, like you need, all the running backs or even other positions like they it's going to take some kind of you know conflict uh butting heads back uh right. to to fight this in some way but even then i don't know what the easy way is but you kind of need fan support on this no wrong i think they're getting the wrong in the deal too i think they you know they deserve to be paid more but it's an open market man you know it's, yes. it is what it is mm-hmm. it- it is, but it isn't. I mean, it's not really an open market. I mean, it's 
What do you call it? What do you mean? It's every every year you get an opportunity to draft somebody brand new to bring in. I mean, you don't have to sign a 28, 29-year-old running back that's been in the league for five or six years. You don't have to do that. Well, yeah, as an owner, I'm talking about as a player. Okay. You don't you're there's not a there's not a lot to for them to leverage i should say because of the way that they're looked upon nor else are you going to go to make that money though i mean so it's kind of like you're kind of you know you're stuck exactly Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying Uh, the all the leverage is on the uh, on the teams on the owners i think that's why they said who's that kid from michigan what was that running back that who stayed i mean he was going to make more in his nil deal this year yeah then he would have been projected as a fourth round pick. So yeah. I think that's where you're going to start seeing some of the the changes is like these guys are like, well, why would I go to the NFL? I could stay in college, be the man for another year or two, rack up some NIL money and just live my glorious college days and then worry about the NFL and try to get as much as I can then. That's rack an up interesting point, that's actually. A, that actually is, yeah. That's yeah, that's kind of, so you could get four years of decent decent i mean millions of dollars a year on nil deals in college yeah and then by the time like i said you you do that contract you get franchise tag you you're a nine-year vet getting paid millions of dollars for all nine of those years yeah but aren't you just shortchanging yourself though a little bit because instead of making a massive at least making one massive contract i mean if you if you're in college for four years and you bang yourself up over probably let's say let's say it's a, a easily 48 game season you make a bowl every year that's 13 to 14 games maybe depending on where you fall in the college football playoff rankings and all this other jazz i mean you're beat up pretty good by then i mean aren't you shortchanging yourself going to but if by you can staying make, in there i'm just gonna say yeah. like you're an elite back like a Bijan, and i'm just get, ballpark saying you're gonna get a million dollar nil deal and you do that for four years. So say you got $4 million. I mean, it's mm-hmm. probably going to be more than that and, and less for others. And then you sign your NFL contract and play for five years. So basically you're getting paid nine years. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, and you just do one year of college and then you play for five and then you're going to be making scraps somewhere because no one's going to sign you to a lucrative long-term contract. So would it be better just to make 4 million in college and get banged and then- up? But but you're still making money. It's basically you're a pro anyway. I mean, you're yeah. just paying against college students. You're getting paid. Yeah. And, and you're not, one in, you're not playing against uh, you elite. Know, you're not an elite destroyed against players. Elite or yeah. all so you, men, so you know? as for running backs, maybe start going, okay, well, we'll stay in college longer and yeah. just get paid. And so that's the way they lengthen their career is by lengthening their college career. I kind of like that, actually. Mm. If I was a college coach, that's the way I'd be pitching it. (laughs) (laughs) You you get somebody, you you get you a really good, like, like Robinson. Yeah. Somebody should have been telling that dude, Hey, as soon as you're drafted, I mean, the the clock's ticking. Like, okay, you have five years. Good luck. Go make as much as you can. You watch talking about these, these contracts, right? You're talking about shortchanging yourself, right? Out of 32 running backs, how many of them are actually getting paid decent? So it's it's you're talking about a very select handful who are going to bang the, the really destroy mm-hmm. the bank, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the average guy, to me, would be better off staying at his college where he was the man and getting paid mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. college before he even goes pro. I'd, yeah, I'd stay four years, man. Because I just look the average salary to this this season for a running back is one point seven million. One point seven. Yeah, college running backs making that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but. 
Okay, but on the whole, like on the whole, like right now, like even to Cook's point earlier, how many of these guys are elite? There's three or four guys. There's probably five guys that are elite, right? I mean, we're talking what, in college. Cook, no, in the pros oh, right. right now. Oh, in the pros, okay. Right, got Christian McCaffrey, what Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and who who is after that? Who did you name? Uh, Sorry, uh, Josh, Josh Saquon, Jacobs, Derrick Barkley. Henry, Nick. Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Saquon, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, six guys, Eckler. right? Out of, out of 32. Eckler? Eckler. Okay, maybe Eckler. we can probably include Eckler. Eckler would be up there. So, okay, so seven. And I looked up Bijan Robinson, his NIL deal with mm-hmm. uh, Raising Canes, $1.8 million. Bijan wow. Robinson is the highest paid running back in the NFL this year. He is, actually. Yes, yeah. he is. That, that's true. He's wow, crazy. Like it's so not close. He made 1.8 for that year in college, or maybe it was the two years. I don't know, but but he made that in college. So, I mean, uh, yeah, if you can, if you're good enough, and as a freshman, you can get an NIL deal and get two to four years of that kind of money. The cook said, "What's the average?" You said for a running back, one point what? One point seven. Say so he made one point eight. I don't know. It sounds like a, it sounds like everyone else go to uh, the pros, running backs, stay in college. That's what I would do. We figured it out. Okay. Guys, we did it. Same with quarterbacks. Those mid-range yeah. quarterbacks, they need to stick around, pay more money than the NIL. I do have one final question before we leave this. Is there what other position has the NIL, you know, has the Players Association come in and, in a sense, corrected their market value? Nobody. Is anybody at the top? Top of the head, off top of the head right now. Just they did that for as a position, not as really. a position. I don't think I don't I can't think of any. Well, I mean, the only thing that, I can think of off top of my head is rookie quarterbacks. They changed yeah. the NFL and NFL PA agreed, like, hey, none of these gigantic NFL rookie quarterbacks contracts mm-hmm. anymore. No more of the $60 million as soon as they get drafted, Bob, or before they get drafted. That's the only position I can think of off the top of my head is rookie quarterback contracts. Is there anything else though? But they brought that money down. They weren't. Yeah, they, they were trying to actually help the veterans with that move. Is what exactly. Exactly. I say that because I don't want the NFLPA to get involved with this. I think. I think at some point it's going to flip. I think there's anything else. It's going to flip back in the running backs' favor. At some you, point, you think? I think it's I, just going to get worse. I think it's think kind so? of like Mullins. I think Mullins kind of brought this up a while back. At some point, somebody's going to be like, "All right, look, we don't have the." The receivers, we don't have this. We're, we're going to have to go back old school and ground and pound it. And then I think, you know, somebody, oh, look, they're dominating the run game over there. They're, That's, you know, and it's just going to slowly graduate. See, I don't, I don't believe that, though, because Derrick Henry was the closest example of that. And he dominated the running game for a couple of years. And the Titans did, did the same thing. We don't have a true number one guy. And ground and pound with Henry. And his market value is not increasing. I, I think it's yeah. going gonna, it's gonna to have to, you know, it's a copycat league. So like what you were talking about earlier yeah, in the 90s, you have, uh, you know, Sanders and Smith and D- Davis. And then sure enough, like the turn of the century, what, who like, then we had the greatest show on turf, the Rams just slinging it all over the place. Sure, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, they had Marshall Falk, but I mean, it was Kurt Warner and those receivers. And then everyone starts slinging it for, uh, for the most part. That's kind of the turning point. I, you're going to need two or three Super Bowls in a, in a short amount of time that are won by somebody who has a dominant back. And then they're going to be yeah. like, oh, maybe we need a dominant backs again to start winning. Like you're going to yeah. need to see a trend 
of that happening for people to go, oh, let's, I need to do this now. Rather and they than, can't just be you know, good. They got to win. Yes. They're, yeah. they're going to have take, to get some titles. That's why you say Derrick Henry, he was the closest, but they never sniffed a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like some of these elite running backs are, they keep going to crappy ass teams. So yeah. And then Jacob's <laughs> not going to make Ezekiel, yeah. you see where he's at right now. I mean, he's going to probably yeah. get paid pennies to come back and play for you guys. Yeah. He is. He is. And Eckler, like none of these guys are, have gotten close to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I mean, but at least Zeke, I mean, Zeke has one, at least one good contract, though. You know? Yeah. And I don't how know. How many other running backs got a good contract? Not any. Nobody, I, yeah. I can think of. And Zeke was supposed to be special. Zeke was supposed to be better than all these other guys out there. And he's not. So. Saquon's I mean, problem is he got hurt. Yeah. If he yes, hadn't yeah. got hurt, he would have got paid, but he got hurt. He'd have got his one good contract if he would have. And apparently, what I heard with Barkley and Jacobs were they were both pretty close to signing. Like, yeah, to the money, it was all just length of contract because I'm sure they want these these teams are going to probably offer him like a two year contract, uh, and they want like a four year contract. But I mean, I mean, you can make if you sign the franchise tag, you're going to be making what is it? It's like twelve million, I think, eleven. I thought it was 10. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Well, that's bad. <laughs> it's just yeah, I think it's 10, 10 something, like 10, three or something like that. Yeah, it's low. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we came up with a solution. So it's an interesting we subject. We figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, let's keep moving on, gentlemen. Who's All next? Right, who's, uh, the, who's probably fixed next? Who's wagon we fixing? I don't know, actually. Who do you want to go to now? I'm going to fix your wagon. Wow. I don't think I needed help, any help. I don't remember asking for anything. You don't have a wagon to fix. <laughs> I mean, solve the maybe solve the mafia issue a little bit. I thought maybe you know I will be the IT guy. I'm not getting involved. In that. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, scaredy cat. Don't be. You're all oh, scared. No, I'm, not, I'm just not getting involved in it because you're scared. Uh, anyway, uh, so this weekend, this weekend, this week uh, on the show, uh, we were going to break down the NFC South. So we're going to take every week. We're going to break down each division. So we get to the kickoff time. So uh, NFC South, gentlemen, how did you have fun with this division? Man, this division is amazing. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> These wow. guys are great. I oh, like man. it a lot. They are wow. awesome people. They are true competitors. Wow. That's they so have, much a schedule. have a schedule. So much fluff. They get That's to a lot play of games. They get to play games. <laughs> <laughs> they get to participate every single weekend. Uh, all right, uh, let's do it like this. Let's do win loss for each team. Then we'll talk about division winners and then we'll talk about some of the players, uh, and some things in this division. And we'll kind of go from there. Does that sound good? Sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Wins and losses, gentlemen. All right. Uh, we'll start with Tampa Bay. Uh, I think this is Mullins' second favorite team. Um, because uh, of Baker. Mullins, why? Is yeah. <laughs> why is it my uh, second favorite team? First, because of Baker. Baker Mayfield. And where okay. Baker plays is your second favorite team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. You also have Mike Evans. No. Like him. Yeah, I do love Mike Evans. Yeah. I, I thought I thought Harry Baker Mayfield was your boy. Is he not your boy? He still have is. You turned your back but, on Baker as well? No. See? But it didn't make it make the team my favorite or second favorite. Oh, I'm sorry. He's doing the the current generation thing where he just follows players. It's not the team. Uh yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the LeBron James things. I'm not a Lakers yeah. fan, but I love I'm a, LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan. I don't care about the Lakers. I just watch LeBron. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't care about the Bucks. He just watches Baker. Yeah. 
Way to go, small ones. Way to fall into the trap. The trap. You need to be like some people who just have these teams that suck horribly like the A's, and you just, you know, you follow them anyways. Yeah, exactly. He's loyal. I'm a loyal yeah. Cowboys fan. I think that's punishment that's, enough. That's almost the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can be a loyal Baker Mayfield, you know, fan too. Wherever he goes, just cheer for him. I still cheer for him. I hope he does well. I hope he does well. One of the biggest reasons I hope he does well is because I want to see Evan still get over a thousand yards. Uh, despite Baker, despite Baker Mayfield, you mean? Despite, is that what you mean? No, he needs Baker needs to step up, and make sure Mike Evans gets his thousand yards. Oh, okay, okay. All right. What's the yeah, record? Good look. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, the, what do you have? Mike, Tampa Bay. Evans the, already has the record. No, no, no. What's the what's the Buccaneers yeah. record this year? Yeah. Oh, what the record going to be? Yeah. What do you have? Uh, seven and ten. Oh, holy crap. Are you serious? What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Where did you All get right. seven wins from? Oh, here they come. Well, they're attacking the first team. We're holding gunpoint. First one is attack. They're they're over and under for what Vegas has. They're over and under is at six and a half. So I don't think seven's out of the question. Uh, Vegas can be wrong, too, you know. I'm just saying. I'm not, not most of the time they're not. But I mean, I was going to say, most of the time they're not. It is so. scary how accurate they are sometimes. Man. So, yeah, I've got him at seven. Okay. Uh, uh, Cook, what you got? I got the Bucks at four and 13. Hmm. That sounds a little more realistic. All right. John? Uh, I have him at five and 12. So, okay. kind of, but split the difference. Okay. Uh, I have him at four and 13 also. I have them with uh, uh, the brutal, the first part of their schedule, the first four weeks is brutal. I have them going 0 and 4. I don't see them beating Minnesota, Chicago, Philadelphia, or New Orleans. And then after you come back from that, you play Detroit, Atlanta, Buffalo. 0-5, 0-6. Yeah, you might get one win out of that. Uh, maybe against Atlanta. I mean, I think Houston's going to be a little more formidable than people think. And then outside of that, I mean, whew, there's not much left in wins, in my opinion. Uh, so. I think they could beat the Bears. I think you're over. Uh, you got too much confidence in, in the Bears. They're gonna be better. They, 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 that might be true. That, there better. might be another win in there, but uh, it's, it's slim pickings. I'm, I'm not gonna say the Bakers Bears, the Falcons, the Texans, uh, the Colts, the Panthers, the Falcons again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they may were... squeak one out. I, I can see them squeaking one out with the Saints. Last so they week, weren't you like Saints. talking about Falcons were gonna be the dark horse of the, the uh, division? Now you're like, they're going to get swept by the Buccaneers. <laughs> I did, maybe. That's not great. <laughs> I, have, I have Atlanta with the same record as them, so they may split. So, Yeah, interesting. Okay. Well, let's move on to Atlanta then. Okay. Wait a minute. Said that. I didn't hear you or John. I said yeah. four. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, uh, yeah. Five, My yeah. I had four and 13. I'm listening. That's right. You so, agreed with me. That was right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mullins has the same record for Atlanta. Cook, what do you have for Atlanta? I got, the, I got Atlanta at seven and ten. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. John? I have seven and ten as well. Okay. I got eight and nine uh Ooh. for Atlanta. Nice. Okay. I'm I'm a believer. I'm a believer over there with uh is it Arthur Smith, the head coach over there? Yes. And and or the other. Okay, my bad. I thought it was Arthur. Anyway, uh the head coach. But yeah, I mean, I think their schedule is a little more favorable in the first half of the season. I mean, they have a lot of home games in the first half of the season uh before they get to their bye. And then after that, it gets a little Tricky, but I don't think they're as brutal as the Panthers. But I have them eight and nine. So nice. I mean, they have a lot of 
parts around him. It's just whether Ritter clicks in. Yeah. I mean, Drake London, Pitts, maybe. Uh, Bijan. You know, it's just. going to ride Dijon. Uh, we might as well. They're about but, to uh, ride yeah. that dude to death. Ritter. And yeah. if he goes down, who's the backup? Do you guys know? Not Mary. No idea. Who is it? it it's our boy. It's uh, Heineke. Is oh, it really? Right. Oh, yeah. So they got Heineke. Right. So, uh, so if he goes down, they're in good hands. Well, heck, yeah. they might get to do better than seven and ten. Then you put them at like twelve and five. What? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey, now I think you've drinking Woo. too many Heineken's. Okay. Get <laughs> carried away. Uh, shoot. Well, let's go to uh, let's go to the Panthers then. Uh, I'm kind of curious what are you guys thinking about the Panthers because I think this is a pretty interesting team myself. I thought they did a really good job in the offseason. Uh, bringing some guys in, but I thought they had some things in the draft that were good too. But uh, Mullins, kick it off again. Who do you got the Panthers? Uh, I've got them dead last at five and 12. Okay. Cook? I thought the Panthers did some interesting things and uh, I got them at four and 13. Okay. John? Yeah. To me, they're, they're kind of the opposite of the Falcons where you have really great parts and it's like, can the quarterback do it? It's like, okay, well, they got Bryce Young, you know, depending on his, his frame. But I don't think he has a whole lot of weapons around him. Uh, I have him at four and thirteen. See, I disagree with that. I think I'm going to give him a little bit of credit to uh, Frank Wright and Bryce Anderson over there because I mean they got Miles Sanders in the offseason, right? And they've got they signed Adam Thielen, they got DJ Shark, and they got Terrence Marshall in the draft. I like some of the weapons that they actually have. Shark kind of, is a perennial second or third receiver. Thielen he old. is. He and is. Sanders was never scary. I mean, he was fine. Yeah. He was You're like right. we were saying earlier. He's a middle of the road back, I think. Maybe a he little is. above average. He's effective. I mean, he's he's an effective back though. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying None he's of the that best. Scares me. I mean, Bryce Young probably scares me the most out of all that. Yeah. So I, I kind of like Bryce it. I, but <laughs> just hit him, you know, twice. <laughs> twice. Uh, like Wimbyanya, Wimbyanya, and uh, Bryce Young need to hang out and go at all you feet buffet. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's like gonna make Bryce taller, though. Okay? It's like the two of them just like <laughs> turn sideways. They disappear. The scary thing is that you know Wimbyanya weighs like thirty pounds more than Bryce, but is like ten and a half inches taller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I have six and eleven for the Panthers. I think that's extremely. I got six and eleven. So I I'm a, I am being a little optimistic. I am. No, being, that's not a little. That's extremely optimistic. So you have them better I, than the Bucks. I do actually. I think the Bucks mm-hmm. are are in for an, a rude awakening this year. I'm. I think the defense will be fine with the Bucks. My problem is Baker Mayfield. Okay, all over the place. But I mean, okay. they still have Evans and and uh, Godwin and Rashad White. You don't. I mean, to me, that's a better supporting cast. I don't think those I, dudes are there that midseason. Yeah, I don't think so either. Hmm. I, 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 I'm I a big believer in the Bucks are going to sail hard. Okay. I don't think Devin White's going to be there. Um, I think, I think Evans ends up in Buffalo. Oh, I like what? that prediction. Yeah. I like that. I like that. But yeah, I think, I think that the Bucks are, I mean, you're going to have to find a quarterback real fast. I mean, Mike Evans is as a wide receiver is getting long in the tooth. You have to admit he's getting long in the tooth. Now they don't have anybody young coming up. Um, offensive line, you know, for the most part, they've got some good pieces there, but and defense is going to have to be the best part for Tampa Bay, in my opinion, for them to win. Uh, how many wins did you have, Mullen? Seven for Tampa Bay? I got seven, yeah, yeah, seven. Okay, I think it's going to be the defense is going to have to be really strong for that to happen. So, I'm not saying it's not possible, I'm just saying I'm, I'm a believer in Bryce Young, and I'm gonna, I think 
Thielen and Shark and Marshall would be a nice little receiving core. That's just what I'm my thoughts on it. So uh, let's go to John's team now. Let's go to New Orleans. And uh, Mullins, what do you got there? Uh, I got New Orleans at nine and eight. They're going okay. to win the division. Okay. Interesting. Cook? I got the Saints at 10 and seven. Okay. And I have them at 10 and seven. Okay. I have them at nine and eight and winning the division also. So we're all right there. Yeah. So I actually have it coming down to Atlanta and New Orleans that last week of the season, actually. That's, that's who I have and with New Orleans winning that game. So I think they, they both go into that uh, last week tied up, and then I got Saints winning it. Um, but I think my question with the Saints, though, really is, is Kamara going to be Kamara? Is he going to be effective? Is he going to be a good RB1? Kamara feels like he's slipping off into Michael Thomas range mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen with that dude yeah so and i think Derek carr's in an unfortunate position with that with michael thomas and kamara and his best weapon is going to be chris olave so going into but yeah. he's in a weak division so he's got a shot he's in a he weak has, division but he also doesn't have chance. josh jacobs taking True. the load away from him, you know but so. he doesn't have to play the chiefs twice and the chargers twice you know yeah. It, it it is competition is easier. It is, but top to bottom, this division is. I think I think there's two teams that'll win this division, and one that's going to sneak around. And I I think it's going to be the Panthers. I think they'll not that they'll, they'll get close to the division. I just think they'll just kind of be right there, just causing problems. But did you say two teams will win the division or compete for the division? Compete for the division. I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I think the Saints. You know are the best team in the division. I don't know if uh, by far, but the quarterback situations everywhere else, I think what makes us stick out the best. I think Derek Carr is the best quarterback in that division, in my opinion. It's still going to be say, an ugly, ugly division. I, oh, it would not yeah. surprise me again if they all ended up under 500. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. It, it, I'm it's, not going to say that it couldn't happen. I wouldn't be surprised. If, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints – or the Falcons win on the last week of the season, and then they're when someone's eight and nine, and they get into the playoffs. Do the Saints still have the uh, what's the backup quarterback they used to have? The rushing guy, Tatum. Tatum, yes, yeah, Taysom? Taysom, Taysom Hill, yeah, Taysom. Yeah. He's he's still there. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know if he left. Yeah, <clears throat> no, he's got that weird contract. He got actually a pretty decent contract, but it has like all these different incentives in it. But I think the whole it was worth like eighty million. Yeah, it was a pretty decent contract that he actually had. Yeah, they should have played him more last year. Yeah. So okay. Well, this is a pretty simple division for the most part. There's not much to it. Uh, they will the show up water- each week and compete. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who is the best wide receiver in this division? In mm, y'all's opinion. Evans. I mean you think Evans? You got you got you got Drake London. You've got let's see, you got Mike Olave. Evans. You got There's some young guys. They haven't proven it long term like Evans has though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're I mean you're talking about overall, I would say Evans, but uh, like up and coming. Probably Drake London. I think it's Yeah. I think Alave is the second best, in my opinion, my second best option. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Evans. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of with Cook. I don't know if Mike Evans is going to be there the whole season. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded. I would think that the probably 11th or 12th best option is the Hall of Famer, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> what was his stats last year? What was his stats, that poor guy? What was his stats last year? Suck and suck. 
Uh, I don't think they put them together like that. I don't think you can do okay. that. Yeah, Garbage that and trash. Come on. <laughs> Garbage and trash. <laughs> what was the stat? Stat? He already has a golden jacket. I mean, how you how are you oh, going to treat him like already, that? He's already uh, he's already melded in. Yeah, melded in. <laughs> yeah, he's done. That's just yeah. wrong. What was uh, the stats? Last year he was uh, twenty-eight receptions for three hundred and fifty-six yards. That is yeah. a Hall of Fame game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that dude sucks. <laughs> and, and, you know, How come we're not talking about this uh, guy's a bust? Seventy-three receptions for seven hundred sixty-six yards. He only played Evan Ingram. Uh, yeah, ten games. Uh, that guy's a total oh, he only- bust. I'm sorry. How many receptions do you have? 28? 28. Pitt, yeah. Pitt's 28. In yeah. 10 games? That's horrible. In 10 games. Yeah. That's not good. Well, it's not his fault that the guys aren't throwing in the ball. I mean, I he only had so. 59 targets. Could be. Targets. Could be yeah. he, he doesn't drop them. Yeah. Maybe he's uh, not running. Wait, wait did you say routes. he had 59 targets? Yeah. He was targeted so he 59 times. dropped. Oh, wow. Okay. 20 balls in 10 games? That's two a game. That guy sucks. Yeah, he's bad. He's the he should get yeah. a brown jacket. Just, just because he didn't catch it doesn't mean he dropped it. He could have been overthrown. Uh, could have been underthrown. Come on, Mullins. You're a yes. pitch truther now, too. <laughs> Who did he have throwing the ball to him? Yeah, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he's a, exactly. He Who did he Heisman. have throwing the ball to him? He won the Heisman, Heisman Trophy yeah. winning quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Okay. He doesn't, it doesn't matter. He still has been trophy winner. Can't take it away from him. Well, yeah, so is Mayfield, but y'all don't give him no credit. Sure we do. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Baker Mayfield's definitely overthrown passes. That's all I'm going to say. On the he same team, Drake campaign. London had 72 catches for 866 yards. So he was catching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he was he catching it from the high road or whatever you were saying. <laughs> He was able to get his hands on the ball. How many drops did he have over the year? Well, yeah, how many targets did he have? Three. Uh, I don't have that here. I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. That's convenient. Uh, he was targeted 117 times. Holy crap. And he had 79 catches? 72. <laughs> That's <laughs> like 50 <laughs> drops. I think DeAndre Hopkins literally had like one drop in the last like four years. Uh-huh. Again, crazy. doesn't mean that it's dropped. I'm betting these were 61%. overthrows and underthrows. Yeah, but that's why. drops? They have that stat? How many drops? They don't have that stat. They do. Yeah, they do. They've got to have that stat. They Somebody's that got stat. it. It's there. So, I I'm see just a catch percentage of 61.5%. What'd you say? That's terrible. 61.5%. catch percentage? Yep. <laughs> that's Drake. What, what is that based on? <sighs> I guess how many he caught the base what was thrown to him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's see but is it based on passes that he could actually catch or just I, how I many on the targets, targets. Oh, crap. targets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that's based on the amount he caught versus what was thrown to him I don't know <laughs> I mean oh, my that was funny Again, yeah, not every pass was, that goes to receiver is catchable. We all know quarterbacks throw no bad passes. So in yeah. 2021, Pitts' uh, 
catch percentage was 61.8, and last year it was 47.5. Yeah, Pitts wow. is garbage. He's less bad. than 50. Man. Ooh. I can't wait till he gives his Hall of Fame speech. I wonder how that's exactly. going to go. That's going to be a great speech. Uh, how many think? total TDs do you think he has in two years? Two. Pitts? How Pitts? Uh, no, he had uh, two six. last year. So I'm going to go with six. Yeah. Cook? Two. Uh, you're closest. He has three. He had one his rookie <laughs> season and two last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he doubled his production. He yeah. doubled his production. That's 100%. That's it. That's true. Three touchdowns. That's yeah. common core. That guy was drafted like fourth overall. And deemed as a Hall of Famer coming out of college. He's yeah. got 1,300 yards in two years. Man, that guy's not very good. Hmm. That's interesting. That's not good. Okay. Well, sorry. All right. Well, Saints for this division. Good job, NFC South. Uh, I got one more question. Uh, what is what actually what is the actual best rivalry in this division? I was thinking about that. Is it the Saints and Bucks? The best rivalry? Let's see. Uh, can you even call any of these teams rivalries? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking if you had to loosely define that, I would say the Saints and Bucks probably. Yeah, okay. I, I would loosely. Too. Okay. I thought same thing too. See, I was I'm thinking, thinking that, that I was just like I'm thinking New Orleans, uh, the Saints, and and the Falcons. I think they I those remember. two teams have had a longer history of of being competitive. I don't know, but like, like, recently though, I think, think the Bucks and the Saints have been pretty. Yeah, there's always chippy. What is it every year? They're like Mike Evans always gets shut down by that corner for the Saints. Lattimore, Lattimore. Yeah. Lattimore. They're always yeah. like he's he's his kryptonite. Right. Yeah. So okay, I just curious. That's an interesting question there. Um, all right, let's keep moving on. Uh, these Madden 24 ratings are coming out all over Twitter. People, who do the, who's, who's paying attention to this? The players. Who's, who is this mattering to? The players. Players. It matters players to everybody. Care? What is the why? Why That's does it matter to players? Deal. Explain to me, Mullins. Go ahead. Why? What? I mean, if you're a player, you you grew up playing Madden, so it's yes. so it's yes. a big deal. You want mm-hmm. to be. You want to be rated high in this game. Is is it so is a if game. you get disrespected. <laughs> so is football. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's all a game. But I mean, yeah, uh, who was it? Uh, I think it was a couple of years ago. Somebody got really ticked off because they thought that they were every year. Somebody Hill was sure about his speed. No, there was somebody who was it? Cook. Tyreek Hill got mad about his speed. They had him most of us. Everyone gets mad about last year or this year. It's like two years ago. Maybe it was two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, they get upset, you know, if if they're not rated what they believe they should be rated at. So, and I don't blame them. I would, too. You would be mad about this? Heck, yeah. I'm slightly disappointed in you, Mullins. It, if I'm one of the best, rated, the best rated players in the league and Madden comes out and says <laughs> I'm like a 95, I'm going to be pissed. 95? You would be thankful to be a 95. <laughs> You better you better think somebody with oh. dyslexia flipping numbers. <laughs> Man, that's what talking about. I'm a 99 on this show. 59 with a 99 speed. Uh, wait a minute. You're saying you're gonna be the highest rated highest rated Madden player out of the four of us? Yes. Oh no. Uh, uh, have you not seen Johnny back there like running during some of the shows? Yes, that's. That's why. <laughs> Grab it. Where's the ball? Uh, okay. He has his own school of catching. 
John has his own Hamilton school of catching. Yeah. He catches about as good as Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Pitts sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. Uh, uh, on that one. Kyle Pitts is a professional football player, and he only has three more touchdowns than me. <laughs> In two years. He's had... That's true. Four games, more <laughs> NFS than me, and he's only got three more touchdowns than me. <laughs> uh, shoot. Okay, if yeah. it matters so much, I had to actually find this real fast. So the top ten Madden wide receivers are this is one one to ten: Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin. AJ Brown and Amari Cooper. I have a problem with Terry McLaurin. I really do. If this is the Madden rankings, I have a serious problem with is that Terry overall McLaurin. Or is that speed? Uh, overall. That's overall. 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 McLaurin's he seems like he's scary Terry. He's ahead of a few guys that he maybe shouldn't be. Yeah, he shouldn't be in front of AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. I see that right now. I'm surprised and, Chase is that low. Yeah. Also, Chase would be higher. I think Chase should be four. If we're just talking about rankings real fast for half a second, yeah. So, as far as Hopkins is high as he is too. Yeah, I agree with that. And Cooper is is ten. Amari Cooper is ten. I'm surprised Amari Cooper's in the top ten. Yeah, I, I would say that too. Yeah. Why isn't DJ, DK Metcalf higher? Just on pure athleticism. Yeah, was he even on the top ten? Uh, according no. to this, according to this, he's sixteen. That's Jalen yeah. Waddle is seventeen. I'm like, come on. Yeah, he's better than that. I mean, yeah. DK Metcalf for sure. He should yeah. be at least. I'd swap him to Amari probably. Debo Samuel is thirteen. I think not. That's I think Debo Samuel is higher than that. So, anyway, just mm. just some just some you know, I mean, Chris Alave is eighty is 29th, the 29th best receiver. No, definitely. Do you just have wide receivers or everybody? Yeah, I haven't all yet. Oh, okay. It's been like all week long. They released like a position. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. See, that's what I'm talking about. I guarantee you these players are upset about this. But why? It got leaked. Why Why are you upset about it? Yeah, the same reason you are. (laughs) Because it doesn't matter. And you're not even the player. You're not. doesn't matter. It is a video game. It is a video game. the number one video game. I understand that, but it's still a video game. It's a video game. Yeah, based on what, how they see you, how they perceive you. Think about this when it's the middle of the season and the Cowboys are doing what <laughs> Cowboys do, and you're screaming at the TV, and your wife walks through the room and goes, "It's just a game. What are you getting uh-huh. so excited about? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a football game. It's uh, same, same stuff. It's just I don't think it focus, is. It's just where you're focusing your energy. Thank- Thanks for thanks, John. Thanks for trying to put perspective on it. Forty years that. from now, when you're watching the Cowboys and you're grabbing your chest as you're going to cardiac arrest <laughs> on a Sunday, <laughs> remember it's just a game. It is game. <laughs> I appreciate you guys always with perspective. It's not a I game unless your that. chest hurts. Oh lordy! All right, uh, let's keep moving on, gentlemen. Uh, let's do this real fast. The A's run differential. We need to do that every week. Uh, Smoke if you week. got them. Hey. <laughs> uh, let me make sure you get my spreadsheet, but real fast, John Hunter. Before we're we winning do. tonight, so uh, are you? That's one nothing against Boston. No, oh, nice. Oh, is it the first all right, John. Last week, John, I had they were negative two forty eight. Is what I had for them. Negative two forty eight. Oh, damn. 
last week. It's more than that now. Yeah. The, 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 so you want the total between them and the league leader? Yeah, I think so. It, so we did last week. Yeah. It's, it's 420. Yeah. Four, it's four, 420. Yeah. Between what the Rangers have and what the, the Rangers have 160. Okay. And the A's are at negative 260. <laughs> wow. 160, negative 260. Add that Ooh. together, you have 420 chil- children. Hey, but huh? their win percentage matches their point differential. Ooh. That's kind of that's, that's kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's you know both at 260. 260. Just a decimal point if you know three spots over. So so yeah. that's something. There you go, Cook. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Cook. That's almost your halfway to Kyle Pitt's catch percentage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Ooh, that one hurt. So bad. <laughs> man. Oh, shoot. Wow. Oh, man. This man I think this Kyle is... Pitt should go play for the A's. Uh, this is a... He might get more touchdowns over there. He, he might. might. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh-huh. All right, gentlemen, uh, we got a couple more things to cover before we end our show. Uh, the Open, or as some people call it, the British Open, um, is this weekend. Uh, any favorites? Any favorites this weekend? Who you got? I mean, come on. Go ahead and say, John. Home, home turf, basically. Yeah, not really. That's <laughs> kind of insulting, actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> wherever, wherever Rory lays his hat, that's home. Okay. Oh, okay. He's gonna make it his home. You know, Rory's he, Irish, right? Yes, he's gonna come in and dominate. Even though he uh, is Northern Irish, so. Oh. Hey, are, we now, are we getting political now? Well, I mean, that's mm. he. He flies the Northern Irish flag, so yeah, it's he does not fly the Irish flag. Yeah. So, pay attention, uh, John. Pay attention. Sorry. All these politics, pay attention. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think Roy's got a good chance. I, think he's got I mean, he just won this weekend. Um, the Scottish Open. So yeah. it, uh, it, if he can carry that momentum into this coming weekend, then yeah, he's got as good a chance as anybody. Yeah. I, he's, he's my pick for this weekend. <clears throat> he is. He's my pick for the weekend, his Roar Dog. Yeah. Um, so. Scotty Scheffler just came up a little short this past weekend, so I think he he's he's going to be right up there. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Fowler, you can't can't doubt that he'll be fighting for uh, you know for that. <clears throat> Fowler as a whole has disappointed me. I'm not going to lie. The U.S. Open, but just in general, I think he doesn't but he, have. He won that tournament. Up, what was it like two weeks after the the U.S. Open? It was another not a yeah. wasn't a major, but it was still one of the big ones that that he won. So he's he's yeah. flying pretty good right now. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think that um, I just don't think he has it on a mate on the, the majors. I don't think he has what it takes. I don't think he's got the I don't know. It's just killer instinct to finish something off. I don't think he does. Ooh. I don't. I think he's been. I think yeah. he's got and he's been in plenty of majors on the last day and has not been able to finish it and i think he's just one of those guys he's just and it may be one of those things that when he finally does maybe he'll i mean he'll know what to do but right now I, i'm not overly impressed yeah. with fowler his ability to finish the tournament so we'll see well i'm saying andrews is always a tough course you never know what you're going to get if that wind kicks up it can be nasty so it's yeah it could be a low scoring match 
it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. That's one thing I like St. Andrews, though, is the climate plays such an incredible effect into this yeah. tournament. So you just never know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Yeah. I've always liked the British Open, like just for that reason. There's always like some weird weather factor. Yeah. Yeah. That and I love the bunkers. When they actually yeah. hit it yeah. into the bunkers, those like, bunkers are, those are like brutal. actual bunkers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, you, if you hit it, you know, off into the rough. Some of that rough has got those thistles that, you know, they're not fun. They're not fun. Look at that. That's good, John. Thanks. Sure. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's entertaining, I'll say that, at least. This weekend, so I'll be curious to see how it goes into the final day and what the final groupies are. But uh, yeah, I think Roar Dog maybe gets he gets number five. Roar Dog gets number five mm-hmm. this time. Nah, he's gonna choke again. So I thought he, I thought he should have had the U.S. Open personally, but that's just me. So anyway, um, let's keep moving on. Uh, Women's World Cup kicks off. I think the twentieth, if I'm over in Australia and New Zealand. Um, for the first time, to have 32 teams for the Women's World Cup. I think that's pretty cool. I don't know how they figured this one out with the 32 teams. Uh, I didn't see how they did that. Uh, John, do you know anything about it? But- I, don't, I don't know how they selected these either. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. No, I was worried. I didn't know if you knew. I was just – I didn't know how they did it either. So uh, I just knew they didn't move to 32. So um, easy – I mean, the biggest question is, does, does the women's team three-peat this bad boy? I mean, who, who would be the biggest, like, roadblock in front of them? But- I don't France. know this year. Is it France? Okay, I know mean, like France, even a couple of years back, like Japan was was decent, Brazil. But, yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. talks of what I've read about is France, England, and Spain. Um, and a little bit of the home team, possibly just because they're really? you know, they're the home team they're hosting. Um, a lot of talks about France and Spain and England. I mean, they lost last time the US and England played each other, uh, US lost uh, two nothing. Uh, I think that's the first time they had lost to England. I think maybe maybe ever, maybe. Um, France was pretty good. Uh, Australia is playing really well actually going into the tournament. So they beat France and they beat England in friendlies uh, leading up to this. So Australia is playing pretty well right now. Um, but I've heard nothing but good things about this team. Everybody's talking about this is one of the Sack. deepest teams that they've ever had top to bottom with veterans and young uh, young players coming in. I mean, there's an 18-year-old that people are talking about. I can't remember her name, but there's an 18-year-old uh, on the squad. They're saying that she's the future of U.S. women's national team. So I'm looking forward to watching her. Alyssa, I want to say, is her first name. I can't think of her last name. But top to bottom, everybody said it's just a deep team. Like, you can put people, move them around. They should be able to attack and, you know, put goals up on the board. So, um Anyway, do they do the three-peat, John? Do you think they three-peat? I think so. Like okay. you said, that like this is the the team is so deep everywhere. Like there's a lot of girls that won't be starting that could be starting. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that too. So I I think I mean, I don't see why with reason why they wouldn't three-peat. I mean, I definitely see, you know, at least getting to the semifinals like like normal. Uh mm-hmm. But I mean, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to get through France or England or somebody like that or Spain to get to that championship game. And then what's on waiting on the other side of that is gonna be interesting. Um, <clears throat> and they're gonna have a target. They always have a target on their back, so it's gonna yeah. they're gonna get everybody's best shot too. 
no matter what happens. Uh, Mullins, Cook, three-peat? I mean, you got to give them the odds on favorite. Uh, like you were talking about, England, England's always tough. So, I mean, I think they're going to have the, the biggest chance to to knock them out. But, yeah, I, th- I would put my money on U.S. right now. Okay. Cook, you agree? You yeah, on board? I mean, do what? So are you on board? Do you agree? Yes, you concur? I'm on board. Yes, I okay. concur. I don't see. You concur? I don't see are you going to watch any of it, Cook? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> Come on, Cook. I don't have time to watch soccer. But you got into it, though. I did. And this is the women's soccer. I actually think it's better than the men's. It's probably really good. I'm not going to have time to watch it, though. How do you know that? He said it was the 20th. That's like a month away. Uh, Or or two days from now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong 20. I was thinking August. Two days from now, John. And then you should. (laughs) What are you doing this weekend? weekend. You can watch it. I'm busy this weekend. Wait, wait, wait. You just said you had the house to yourself. Uh Until Friday. What okay, and then everybody comes back. Yeah, I think the Friday is the twentieth. No, oh, busy the twentieth is Thursday. I'm busy the watching Netflix Thursday. documentary. <laughs> busy watching okay. the Netflix documentary. All right, all right. If it sucks, I'll watch it. <laughs> if it sucks, <laughs> wow. <sighs> okay. Yeah, if the uh, Netflix thing sucks. I'll, I'll watch a little women's soccer. Okay. Okay. Let's be taking a movie also. Yeah, you'll, mm-hmm. you're going to get real sick of Patrick Mahomes, so I, you'll you'll want to turn away. You have to do it in doses. As long as he doesn't have an annoying voice, I think it'll be all right. Oh no, he's like it's like Kermit the Frog <laughs> ate the Cookie Monster. It's horrible. <laughs> Kermit the Frog ate the Cookie Monster. How did that happen? Yeah, he does have a deep voice. Man, and, and when they play the Raiders, and they 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 really harp on that game with him and Max Crosby. Just listen to the amount of whining in that game. From from uh, Mahomes, but before when they're losing, and then when they start winning, how it flips. Just that's where I got really irritated. Anyway, okay. Um, I got one more thing to bring up, and then we'll go to our final thoughts. Uh, SEC Media Day is obviously kicked off this week. Uh, Jimbo Fisher said there was no pressure at all into this coming season. No, so, you know, that's not what he said. Okay, then what did he say, Mom? He said there really was no added pressure. Uh, that okay. just shows that he's too comfortable. Yeah. No. He says, put, he said he, that he, he puts enough pressure on himself more than anybody else, and so there's really no added pressure. There already is The pressure's already there. So I think people are making a big deal out of nothing on that. That's, that sounds like a coach response to, oh, boy. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> oh, Every coach, coach is going to say that. Please, uh, Wigman, please. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better if he just said, yes, there's a lot of pressure and just wiped everything? I mean, yeah. just all you say That's is what he that, said. He said he there's, said there's already no added pressure. pressure. There's already enough pressure, and nobody puts more pressure than himself. So I I just don't every, – everybody just makes a big deal out of the littlest things, and I just think mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. That's why these media days are just dumb. I can agree with that, yeah. Well, you, didn't you want to go visit them or something and hang out and just watch people talk all day? Yes, absolutely. And talk to them all day? Absolutely. Well, just like a road trip, you know. It'd be kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Cook? I don't want to hear any crap out of Jimbo unless it's a, <laughs> at the press conference talking about how they just won another game and it's the seventh in a row of the season. Otherwise, uh, shut Is that up. good enough, though? Is seven in a row good enough for you, though? You won the first seven in a row. I'll be happy with that. Okay. Better who do, we, who do we play week eight? 
<laughs> if it's like, you know, the raging cages or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, you beat Alabama and then lose a lot. Lose in New Mexico. Appalachian or State. Uh, we're not playing Appalachian State. Good. No, we're not. Well, that's, that's not that's to a, lose that we one. have a chance. All right, gentlemen. I will say this. I found it very interesting in the, in the, the media days today when they asked him about uh, Petrino being the uh, calling plays or not. And he's like, well, I hope he'll call plays. And I hope is that he didn't never, he never, he never will admit that he's calling the plays. He's the offensive coordinator. He didn't come here to let you call the plays. He's here to run the offense. Why is it so hard for Jimbo to be but like, yes, he's again, the show. He did say that. <laughs> he, he said, we brought him in for a reason. Then why would you follow it up with, well, we hope that he will call the plays. Exactly. I agree with that too. Why, why is there hope? You know, a lot of that I'm pretty sure is just him messing with the media because the media keeps asking stupid questions. I'm beginning to think Jimbo's stupid. <laughs> wow. Well, he's got one more national championship than you do. I don't know. I got about, I got about 27 of them in NCAA football. Yeah, <laughs> put that in space. Like That's somebody comes to ask him a question, and they're like, I, I have 28 more national championships than you on Madden. That's right, just a game. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just a game. It is just a game. You're playing You're right. it's, a game. it's a fake game. You're right. That's a fake game. I don't know, man. I feel like he, I feel like sometimes he gets the pressure gets to him in these conversations and he just says stupid crap real. And then later on, he, I know he's probably sitting at home going, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, the eighth game yeah. is against the South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, even better. Good old Shane Beamer yeah. coming to town. Or are we going over there? Where are we going? Uh, we are. I think that's yeah. that so on the road. That's yeah. Yeah. No, at at no Scottfield. Sorry. Okay, okay, so here's a question, and this is here a hypothetical, go. and I'm not Do trying it. to crap on anybody's parade here. So, is there any? hypothetical situation within reason that you see Jimbo being fired at any point during the season to Petrino be an interim head coach. Ooh, we'd have to be zero and seven. Yeah. We, well, I don't know about seven. Have to be. <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, if you're zero and three and that's against New Mexico and the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks <laughs> and the hurricanes, you lose those first three. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could get rid of him. Uh, He's still like what seventy something million still. I seriously doubt they'd fire him in the middle of the season. Nah. If we lost uh, there, to New Mexico, there was there any any way you see him getting fired at the end of the season and Petrino becoming the head coach, or you think no, they no. do a whole national? I mean, season? I could see him getting no. fired, but not Petrino being head. Yeah, coach. Yeah, I don't think no. they would stick yeah. Petrino in. Yeah. I saw the stat. I don't know if it's, I don't know how true it is, but I saw the stat that any time that we've scored more than thirty points with Jimbo Fisher. Were undefeated. How much that matters, I don't know. And if that stat is true, then yeah, they're, they're, if we score more than thirty points, we're I think that's pretty true. Because yeah, I mean that was that was our Achilles' heel last year was the offense. It wasn't the defense. Mm-hmm. So that I'm hearing that Wigman isn't the clear cut favorite yet. Max Johnson's okay. been doing that, pretty well. I don't want to hear. It. Uh, that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> that's not what I want to hear. That's so, now, exact crap that I don't want to hear. Now I don't know how this true or not. This is all just social media crap. I don't know. Again, same thing with the stats. It's all social media crap, right? However, I think regardless, I would rather just go with Wigman anyway. I mean, he's the five star guy. You brought him in. Just go with Wigman. I don't care how good Max Johnson looks. 
he is the guy that you wanted to come in here. You, you yeah, because then you're just gonna for a reason. Piss him off, and he's exactly leave. exactly. So just go with Whitney. and then he's gonna win care. a Heisman wherever he goes. Yeah, exactly at Oklahoma. <laughs> yes, Oklahoma yeah. steals everyone's people and gets a Heisman. Yes, exactly my thought too. So I don't care if it's close. You go with well, Weekman. Max Johnson has that telescope neck like his dad. He might be able to see, you know, downfield farther, better. farther down the field or yeah. what? Higher yeah, above everybody? What? <laughs> he's a big guy. I mean, he's tall. <laughs> it's like what six 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 seven? Maybe uh, no, no, I don't think not that's six tall. seven. I think you know. may be like six four, six five uh, maybe. That's all. Uh, maybe six four. About as tall as John right now. So, but yeah, you're always going to hear that talk. I, I'm probably ninety percent certain it's going to be Wigman. I just want to okay. see some wins. That's all. I'm too. So, I don't give a care. Okay. I don't give a crap if it's Bobby Boucher <laughs> playing quarterback. I just want wins. Bobby Boucher. He played defense, sir. Yeah. I don't exactly. If he can play quarterback <laughs> and we can get wins, I don't care. I just Jeez. want. I want ten wins. He's six five. There you go. Six five. All right. Connor, Connor is six two. Split the difference. There you go. I want 10 wins. I, what, what I, want, you a, I, I want an SEC. I don't care about 10 wins. I care about winning the SEC West before we go to this no division crap. I think I you got to have 10 West. wins to win it. You're probably right. But I wanted to say SEC West champions. That's what I wanted to say, with along with those 10 wins. So anyway, uh, let's, let's go to our final thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, before we do, uh, I would like to say that I do not think that Mullins is the highest rated Madden player out of the four of us. I just want to make sure that's clear. <laughs> So before we get started with final thoughts, uh, you know what? I'll go first again. I'll go for oh, final imagine thoughts. Imagine that. I know. Who would have thought such things? Yeah, never would have seen that coming. Yeah. Going to go number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sort of uh, Rangers, yes, playing hot right now. Uh, I'm enjoying the season very much. Uh, and I am following – now I am on the AL West division train. I know we're three games above – or three and a half games above the Astros right now. I still think we're going to win the division. Uh, I am impressed with the Strohs, though, despite some of the injuries in the pitching staff and what's going on over there, uh, even in the batting lineup, that they're three and a half games back. I think we should have a farther lead. That's all I'm th- saying about the Rangers. Uh, but, yes, now I want the AL West crown. I want to just say that out loud and just be like, yes, I want the Rangers to win the AL West. And, you know, if we can make it to the ALCS, because now I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. Uh, you are. I, I, don't, <laughs> I know. I, uh, I try to get myself off of this thing. You know, every time they, they, they do something, I'm just like, God dang it. Uh, I, I know they beat the Rays, I think, yesterday. Did we win today? Or are they playing right now? Moments? They're playing right now. They're up five to three in the eight. Okay, five to three. So that means we're going to catch ground on the AL leader. So uh, that's also good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I am. And I'm, I'm pretty much going all in now. I haven't said World Series yet. I'm just going to say ALCS. And uh, be nice to host at Globe Black Field. We'll see how that goes. Uh, football season as a whole is like right around the corner. I think it's like 40 days for high school football, and then it's like 50 for college and like 60 for the pros. I mean, so we're like just counting down the days. Uh, you'll hear us talking about this every week, uh, each division and breaking that all down. We actually, we got to get into college divisions also as well. So uh, conferences, not divisions. Uh, uh, Yama, I know he's sitting down. I would, I wish he was still doing something. I wish I could see what he's doing or something, watch him play or something. Just that one little bit just got me excited. So I'm excited about that to see this going. I do think there's an issue with the running back seller. I know it's at the beginning of the show. Um, I mean, they are, there is a value there. I don't know what it would be, but there's a value there that needs to be fixed and corrected as a whole. And then, you know, I saw Dak and the wide receivers get together in Atlanta. I don't know who they, 
you know, worked with, who they talked with, but it's a nice little group. And, you know, I'd like to see an offseason move in the middle of the season. If we're playing good football and it's between us and the Eagles and probably the Niners for that NFC, I want to see Jerry Jones be aggressive in the middle of the season and make a move. I don't care if it's defensive, offensive, wherever there's a gap. Let's just do this. It's been a long time since uh, the Cowboys have won the Super Bowl. It's so long that the Super Bowl 27 that kicked off the championship in the 90s, uh, I recorded that game because it's been that long I can think of, of watching just the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. I actually recorded it so that I could watch that later. Um, I, need it to, I need it to be fixed. I really do. And uh, we're talking about Madden, Madden ratings before I leave this part. Uh, I think Micah Parsons' uh, Madden rating is too low. So. And that's where I will leave you my just said, thoughts. Who cares? It's a game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And now you're exactly. complaining about exactly. the Cowboys. Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. John, or is it Cook? Right. Cook, you normally go second. You Doc, go. Doc, we'll just keep it with tradition. Um, let me see. We got Major League Baseball, NBA. I don't give a crap about anything. Football starts in eight <laughs> days for me. Um, that's just the matter of where everything goes. Basketball is done with me. I'm, I don't care until October. Uh, baseball, I really haven't cared since April. Um, I will look forward to the baseball playoffs and watching that. That'll be fun to watch. But for now, it's football. And football starts, in for me, in eight days. Texans report to camp. I can't wait to see what happens. Looking forward to all that. Everything's starting to, to build up. Um, a and I want 10 wins. That's what I want. Anything less than that's a failure to me. It's I'm, I'm tired of hearing the hype. I'm tired of hearing the... Get on the train. The train's pulling out. Well, the train keeps derailing. We keep getting these little teams coming over here and teams that we should just just win the games you're supposed to win, and then handle business like everybody says you should. Let's just let's just see that happen. That's that's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear another word out of Jimbo. I don't care about who's going to start, who's not going to start until week one. I want to see what's on the field. I want to see the product on the field, and I want to see results. And I want to see. I don't want to see results. I want to see positive results. I don't want to see another crap-ass season like we just had. I can't take it, and that's all I got. Um, baseball season hasn't even started. I, it's Or it never ends. I don't know. It's just not there. I, I think I was excited for like a week, so that's over. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I mean, I would love for them to sign him or get, or get him on. Just, Just – not money aside analytics all that just just kind of like a loyalty like last year you gave us everything Uh, you we were on a horrible team trying every way we could to lose games and you were the lone bright spot last year we hadn't had a league rusher since marcus allen so if nothing else i mean just just for the loyalty factor of it uh we didn't discuss it gold cup the the men were eliminated once again, it you know it had to come down to Matt Turner, but I mean he can only do so much. They they needed more scoring, and then of course Mexico won the whole thing, which I was really rooting hard for Panama on that. But oh well. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then just two quick things. I uh, want to apologize to Kyle Pitts and his family because he, he got it <laughs> both barrels this 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 episode. Uh, I didn't even know those stats. Were Why his family? Why would well, I mean, family? If they're listening. They're like, dang, they really hate my son or, or whatever. So, <laughs> I apologize. I'm sure he's a fine gentleman. I'm We're sure just critiquing him on the, on the field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just, he's just not a good guy. He should attend the John Hamilton School of Catching. 
Yes, I mean, exactly. I, I can run a camp if he needs to get ready right before <laughs> season. Whatever, we can do this. And then uh, final note, final note, I just want to point out yet again that thistles, thistles aren't fun, okay? <laughs> just don't, don't go out there. Those thistles, they'll get you. Wow. Let's wrap with a thistle. Oh, man. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's it. John, you're you're a thistle in my side. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, people are going to be Googling no thistles. Yeah. People listen, they're going to Google it. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag thistles in my side. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, get the uh, talk about the Rangers. The baseball season for me and Sosa, anyway, is still going really, really well. It is actually. Um, you're right. So, uh, Rangers, keep it up. Uh, Again, they're winning tonight, the, going into the ninth inning now. Uh, so keep that uh, going. Win that the West. And then, uh, like Sosa, I would love to see them just get at least get to the, the AL championship game. So get there. World Series would be great. But let's uh, let's take one. I finally got Sosa on uh, drinking the Kool-Aid. So yeah, you did. they'll stay there. Uh, and out. speaking of drinking Kool Aid, since yeah. uh, Cook doesn't want to get on the train, maybe he'll drink some Kool Aid. Uh, you are gotta be sugar free, bad mouthing <laughs> Petrina or uh, Fisher, but Fisher 100% says that Petrino is going to make the AM offense better. He says that the players are stepping up, he says that they're going to definitely have a better season than they did last year. So, I mean, come on, he's he believes in that team. You should believe in the team. Drink the Kool-Aid. That's all I got to say about that. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid being drank. We're down in South America somewhere and you're trying to force all of us to drink Kool-Aid? Yes. Yeah.